your voice yeah, is definitely talking, so you didn't need me and me. Welcome to the Quickest Tea. Got our guest preacher who's going to be here today and share with us the Reverend D'Angelo Diaz is going to share a devotion of prayer with you. Reverend D, are you on the line? I am. I'm on the line. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Yes, I can hear you. <laughs> okay. Well, well excellent. Well, yeah. well, welcome, everyone. Um, as soon as it's possible, because I'm still getting some feedback, sound like from a few televisions or something, if you maybe mute those if possible, um, that would be great. If- I'm going to go ahead and put it in lecture mode for you to get your chance to get started. Hold on. Okay. I think I have you unmuted, Reverend D. I think I got the right name. Hold on. Hold on. Let me undo everybody. I thought I had the right person. Hello, I'm unmuted now. I am, I am now. Okay, excellent, excellent. All right. Um, so thank you, everyone. Thank you for your time. Thanks for making time this evening on behalf of Dr. Scott. Um, thank you for joining us. And, and although he's not here with us this evening, I also want to Dr. Scott for trusting me with this assignment. And, and also, uh, importantly, because we're now in the climate in the world, I want to say thank you to him and to the, our, our community social justice ministry with our Get Out and Vote campaign. I want to say thank you to the various ministries and individuals that continue to labor for justice and equity for our community, continue to fight to build God's inclusive community. And this has certainly been a frustrating journey that we're on. And the days to come will be taxing, certainly, for our spirit. And I'm saying to each of you, you deserve a break from this madness. You deserve a better world. You deserve a certain world that's currently providing for you. And I know that I know no matter how this election turns out for us, the closeness of this election affirms that America is a racist country. And there are people in this country that could care less about integrity, morality, equality, liberty, or justice. They only seem to be concerned with preserving white supremacy. And many of you, most of you, wake up every reality that we live in a country that affirms our lives. And this is a referendum on the potential fundamental shift in perspective. And this election might be close, but we know as children of God, we understand that the winner of the game of life is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And ultimately, all power in God's I also want to acknowledge, and I'll get into the scripture here, but I want to say to each of you, just a joy when to hear your voices tonight, but for many of you, you have voted in 15 to 17 presidential elections, consistently voting for the lesser of two evils. And often we're disappointed with those elections. In the words of Sister Pat Campbell, so through hell and back, you have endured segregation and Jane Crow, inadequate housing, an unjust legal and prison system, a lack of equity with health care, employment, education, and yet 
you have continued to endure. You continue to go to the polls. You continue to demand equity and not revenge. And it's that people who have been treated the worst by our democracy consistently do the most to save for over 400 plus years we have served and loved this a country that has never given us the full rights and benefits of them however it is because of god's righteousness and love that we can see what is just and deserving for all of god's children and commitment for your love and compassion for your dedication and affirmation for your support times i just want to personally say thank you from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 9, verse 9 through 13. Again, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 9, verses 9 through 13, the calling of Matthew. As Jesus was walking along, a man called Matthew sitting at the tax booth. He said to him, follow me. He got up. And as he sat at dinner in the house, many tax collectors came and were sitting with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax and sinners? But when he heard this, he said, those who are well have position, but those who are sick, go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. The word of God for God's people. An additional two short readings from two prophets I admire, the prophet Sophia from The Color Purple. All my life I've had to fight. And the prophet Marvin Gaye, Father, Father, yes, we're wrong, but who are they to judge us? Marvin Gaye wrote what's going on in the spring of 1970. This was his brother confronting PTSD as a result of the Vietnam War. These were his outlet for comfort. And many of us are still dealing with PTSD of the 2016 election of 16 and every intentional attack on black and brown communities. Seem like much has changed. However, I want to encourage you to continue in God's words. Continue to find comfort in the endurance and tenacity in the essence of our ancestors. Continue to find comfort in the power of self. Let me say that again, in the power of self-care. In our scripture reading, St. Matthew uses this scripture to teach about the significance of self-worth and provides an understanding of true wealth and prosperity. And true wealth here adds value and meaning to our lives. During this, it's natural and easy to doubt. It's easy to question and have concerns about the days to come. Your pain, I show. Your concerns, your collective concerns are real. However, remember your calling. You were called for glory. Think about this. Jesus called Matthew a tax collector. Called him for I like to think this was Jesus' way of saying enough is enough brother, how much do you need, Matthew? Is capitalism nurturing your spirit or is it considered? Can you systemically shift the atmosphere on behalf of all of God? And clearly Matthew had some rational understanding of this. After all, Jesus simply says two words to 
Matthew, but they were life-changing words. Follow me. For Matthew, you, and I, this was an invitation to the ministry of nurturing community. This was an invitation to cultivating peace. This was an invitation to experiencing compassion, labor, and love. This was an invitation to experiencing discomfort of others. And what many of us are currently feeling is discomfort. Yet, regardless of what's going on in the world, this pandemic, the election, we serve a God that sits high and looks low. Certainly, it's human nature to ask God what's going on. It's human nature and concerns. It's human nature to stress. It's human nature to deal with anxiety. And it should be human nature, like Matthew, to turn to these difficult times, to allow these situations to move us closer and closer to assurance in God. Matthew was dogged out by the Pharisees and the scholars, but he knew there was some in the name of Jesus, those two powerful words. Follow. So my encouragement to you is to hold on to those two words, calling. Remember the calling of our ancestors. We come this far, but I assure you God did not bring us this far to leave us. We are the survivors of the transatlantic holocaust, the survivors of plantation, the survivors of bigotry, racism, genocidal attempts to take us out would not bring us this far without an intent, purpose, you will call for greater. Hold on, and I assure you, history will prove that God has always been on the side of the righteous. For those that need an extra boost of inspiration, I offer the following words in closing. John 14, verses 25 through 27. Jesus said, I'm telling you these things while I'm still living with you. The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send at my request, will make everything plain for you. I'm leaving you well and whole that my parting gift to you is peace. I don't leave you the way you used to be left, feeling abandoned. So don't be distraught. I pray that you can find comfort in me. We are in this together, family. God has a plan, and you have it in spite of the situation, in spite of all that we have experienced, in spite of how difficult it may have been to even get up this morning and go to work, put a smile on your face, in spite of every weapon formed against us. God still deserves our praise, and God will get us through this pandemic, and God's election. I love you. Amen. Ooh, amen. 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 At this time, I want to, um, if there are prayer requests, I would like to um, just open it up. If you have prayer requests or concerns, if you could just make those known before I pray. Pray for Ed and the Clark family. They lost their Listen, mother. my son, Gerald, locked it up to you. The Lewis and Rice family. Pray for my good health during these difficult times this winter. Yes. 
the Hudson family, the Meadows family. Pray for the Kimball family. Pray for the Board family. We want to pray for the Truesdale and Rainey family. We want to pray for the Bates and Weathers family. Pray for the Myers and Hill family. Pray for David Harris and her family. Pamela and the family. Pray for Rudine Harris. Pray for everyone on this line. Pray for everyone, everyone on this line tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Let us go to God in prayer. Pray for the Brown family, please. God, you know the needs of our hearts. And God, you know the desires of our hearts. God, you know those things better than my words can say and certainly better than our actions display. God, you have the name spoken, God. Every family and every name that was spoken, God, I ask that you wrap your loving arms around them, God. Lift them mighty way, God. Have your will and have your way. What's going on in the world? We know that we serve a mighty possible and capable of working everything out. So for all, God, that may be dealing with financial affliction physical afflictions, emotional afflictions, educational afflictions, whatever they may be, God. I ask now, God, that you would move those things out the way so that we can give you the praise, giving you the honor, and give you the glory always richly and rightly deserved. God, endow in such a mighty way, God, that we can be the kingdom builders that you desire us to be, God. Those in our community, God, dealing with health concerns, God, be with them. Have your way. For our homeless brothers and sisters, God, that are struggling during these difficult times, knowing that the weather is getting colder and colder, God, give them a safe haven. God, for those that are questioning how can they go to work the days to come, processing the things that go on in the world, God, let them know that you will be there with them in the workspace. God, be with Dr. Redmond at this difficult time, God. You know what she needs, God. Her siblings, God. Be with her mother, God, during this time. God, be coming at this time, God. Be with his wife, God. Lift them up in a And in spite of everything that's going on, God, we ask our community that you give us a reason to smile. Give us a reason to laugh. God, we are asking for some joy in the midst of the storm, the times we're dealing with. Help us to hold on to each other like never be. We need you, and we need each other. We consider the blessings and the prayers spoken and unspoken already answered. It is in your son's name, Jesus Christ, the Redeemer, and the people of God say, Amen. 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 Have a blessed week. Have a blessed week. Have a wonderful week. Bye bye. Don't forget about tomorrow. All right. Thank you for coming. Y'all have a very blessed evening. And don't forget about tomorrow. You're right. We'll see you then.